Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? Doing pretty well. How about yourself? I am, you know, it, uh, we got started quite late. We've had quite a few uh, technical difficulties, but uh, we are on the path ready to go, so I'm doing good now. Good. I'm doing good. good. We got a good, good, fun show ahead of us here today. Yes, we do. Lots uh, to talk about. Lots to talk about. It is. This is the typical time of year where baseball's in the middle of the season. Uh, football has not started, not even anything. Uh, basketball is over. So any possible story could come out. Like what? Yeah. What can we make a story out of? Let's make a story out of something. Yeah, we can always find stuff. And I'm pretty sure that the uh, that the world found a story in a contract uh, that that blew up over the last couple of days. So we'll talk about Mr. Kyler Murray. Uh, also, what perfect time to be able to talk big time wrestling. Yep. Yep, always one of my favorite things on this podcast is when we get into wrestling talk, and we've got quite a bit to talk about there. Absolutely. Can't wait for that. Um, and then, obviously, we've got some other things. But to start off the podcast, as we do, uh, as we have for quite a while now, we start with our Reese's. Found something a little different. Here we go. Today, we're going with the Unwrapped. Reese's minis and I'm talking the minis these aren't like so we still have the availability for the small cup mm -hmm. this is the like the thing that you get uh you know when you go to door to door um for Halloween mm -hmm. we still have the avail availability for those these are even smaller than those I see almost like uh almost like gummy bears or something size yeah, maybe yeah. something like that I've never had these. Have you had these? I've not. So these are in a bag. Oh, they are tiny, and there is a lot. This is going to be good. <laughs> okay, so while we're doing this, I've got to tell you something, uh, a Reese's experience that I just had yesterday. I'm at work, yeah. and I bought a, uh, a six-pack of the Big Cups at, at yep. the store the other day. The Extra Kings or the Super King, I think they call it. Oh, okay. Uh, is that like the like – the, you mean like the pack, or is that what you mean? It's like Reese's, it's the, you know, the individual sleeve. There's two in a sleeve. If you get the king size, there's four. But now they have a super king that's six. Oh, okay. This is just uh, like six big cups individually wrapped in oh, a package. Big cups, sorry. Big cups. So I, I grab one to take to work with me. I have it afternoon snack. Mm -hmm. I open the big cup and... I, I, I noticed, oh, you know, so you have the regular, the outside orange wrapper, but then on the Reese's Cups, you have the, the, the black paper. I know what you're about packet. to say. Yes. 10. Was there 10? I've had a 10 plus. Really? Multiple times. I think I've it's had a couple. only on the big cups. Really? Only on the big cups. I, the I wax paper or whatever they put <laughs> around it. I pulled them off and I've, I've carefully took each one out and count them 10 10 of those wrappers now at the factory is that a is that an accident is that a, a malfunction of a machine is that somebody playing a joke is that somebody getting lazy is that somebody i would say maybe the joke could be there but i've had it happen multiple times on the big cups hmm. so i'm gonna say this is a malfunction on a new product that they just don't have they don't have 100 down yet okay 
I can see that. I can see that. I can, I can also see somebody just doing the same thing over and over and over again and like just not paying attention after a while. Just grab a little stack of them instead of one. If you, you're trying to go fast, I'm, I'm acting like they're mm-hmm. individually. They're individually taking each. There's no way. Greasy cup. <laughs> There's a machine that does it, and I think you're exactly right. Yep. Um, I like that. That's good, though. I don't know. It was kind of a fun little thing that I had my own little party there What's at your, my desk. Yeah. <laughs> Counting out your easy cup paper, mm-hmm. wax papers. Yeah. What's your first impression of these bad boys? Mm. That they don't take taste like peanut butter cups? Mm-mm. A lot of chocolate. Yeah. Way too much chocolate. We were talking the other day how the, the peanut butter lovers was because the peanut butter was different. Mm. There's too much peanut butter to this. Too much chocolate, not enough Reese's peanut butter. I agree with you. Not bad. I'm eating them. Yeah, me yeah, too. I'll eat this entire bag. For sure. Yeah, these are almost like uh like you know, Hershey's kisses or something. Mm-hmm. With a little tiny hint of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Little tiny hint. Yeah. By the mm-hmm. way, Hershey's kisses. If yeah. you're Hershey's, are you you've put a bunch of other stuff in there? How have you not done peanut butter yet in a Hershey's kiss? That is such a good question. Yeah, um Hershey's owns Reese's. Oh, well, that might be why. They may not want to compete against themselves. Are you doing? Are you competing against yourself? I mean, they're not going to beat Reese's peanut butter, so it's not going to be any good. Well, but Reese's peanut butter in the kiss. Now they would probably be more like this because they're they're not yeah they're not very big, but they'd be probably kind of similar to the the miniature Reese's cup, not the little tiny ones like this, but the ones you were talking about, right? That you get like yeah. during Halloween, or you get yeah. a bag of them or something. And they are actually individually wrapped in foil, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, what are you? Uh, what are you rating this? Oh, I don't know, man. I'm go nine two. Not my favorite, but not the worst. Nine two. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Real good still. <laughs> um, it's still Reese's. Sure. Yeah, I'm gonna um, eat this entire bag. So. Sure. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, then I'll go. Um, I'm gonna go eight seven. Mm. Eight seven eight eight in there. I like that. Yeah, I think that's good. Good thing that's a good number. Still pretty good. So, all right. Look, that was nice and simple. Reese's, you, you did a nice job again. Hundred percent. These are, you know, especially compared to the big cup that I just ate two of today. It's a nice little, nice little something different to throw you up. It's with. a little something different. It's not. It's not. So we both had good, Reese's but, today yeah. already. Yeah. I had two outrageous bars. Good man. I had two big cups. There you go. Yep. That's why we uh that's why we get along so well. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. <laughs> Without a doubt. Anything else going on? <laughs> Anything else going on in your world? Um, you know, no, just doing basketball stuff and um, you know, living life, man. Living life. How'd you guys do today? Trying to survive. We uh in the basketball game that I played, play three games of 15 against the same team. Mm-hmm. This three-on-three league. Lost the first one by three, maybe. Won the second one. Lost the third one. We were down. Played 15. We were down 14 to no, thir- we're down 13 to six, I think. Whoa. Tied it at 14. Whoa. Um, after I came out of the game, I subbed myself out. 
late in the game. Mm-hmm. My team went on a six zero run. <laughs> I was like, well, should have done that earlier. I've seen the guys that are on your team. It's not like it's anything. Um, uh, I don't know. Maybe there's, I was, there's definitely a size difference when I, you come out of the game. There's there no is. doubt about that. And there. I'm and it's in both ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I <clears throat> I had my best game in the second game. That was the game we won. Hit a few threes, but third game I couldn't have played worse. Mm. Just was. Everything not is it, do anything. Is right. it because you're tired? Like you were getting well getting oh, old. Big part of it. Is it is it just that your body can't do that that long anymore? Yeah. And and you're not gonna you're not gonna find a way to to take a break. When you're on the court, you you're you're pretty well out there motor running. Like if I'm playing a rec basketball league, I'm finding a lot of time to stand around and catch my breath. <laughs> Yeah, three on three makes it. It's on a small court, but it's so much more. It, it's spread out, mm-hmm. and you're more involved because there's only three players. So, right, you can you can have a pick and roll on one side and try to be a shooter on the on the weak side wing or something. But it's not as soon as that breaks down, you got to go. You got to go cut. You're right. In you're there. cutting back in the middle or running to the other side for another screen or whatever. And there's not much rest on on defense either. So. Uh, <clears throat> So it is uh, very tiring. It is a gym that does not have air conditioning. Ugh. Where at? Where do you guys play? St. Teresa. Oh, do you guys play uh, four different games at a time? or We play two. So, so it's on, half court. It's half court. Okay. Yeah. Game's going on on either end. Um, and, yeah, it, it's, a fun, it's a fun time, but ours is the, I think, second oldest team in the league now. I was the youngest player probably 16 years ago or something like that when I started playing in this league. I was the youngest player in that league. This is where uh, Coach Chris Mack came out and uh, threw some threw some basketballs up with you at one point in time back in the day. This was uh, same place, different day. Oh, okay. So it was just like pick up on Sunday night that we were doing. Gotcha. But a lot of the same guys kind of. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it was it was fun. Uh, it was fun, except when I wasn't playing well and we were losing. But we competed with a pretty good team, and um, that was it. There you go. Then we went and coached a little bit, had a little work, little workout for a few girls, and that was it. Good to go. All right. On that note, let's get to talk about a little bit of uh, – uh, what did we say we we're going to talk about first? Uh, we're going to talk football. Let's talk football. We don't do a ton of football. So we have conversations on this podcast all the time about players and and about off the field things that players do and and attitudes of players and how it gets on our nerves or in the way it affects teams. Kyler Murray and the Arizona uh, Cardinals have had all kinds of issues trying to get a contract signed. He unfollowed the Arizona Cardinals on Twitter. Typical, you know, Gen Z millennial type move, right? And that was a big deal when that happened. But they got the deal done. $230 million, $160 guaranteed over, I can't remember how many years. It's like, uh, I think 2028 is the last. So six years. Okay. Oh, well, that'd be five years starting for next year. All right. However, 
as of yesterday or day before, a little a little piece of knowledge came out about some inside uh, inside information on a clause in the contract. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray's contract can be voided if he does not do four hours of independent film study every week during the season. First thoughts on this. Apparently, this is the first time there have been a lot of funny clauses, uh, but apparently never one for film to to force a guy to study film. Obviously, first thing you think of is uh, the quarterback on the football team, the starting quarterback would probably normally be the person that watches more film than anybody. Mm -hmm. I've heard athletes in other sports say before, like, man, I hardly ever, especially older players, I hardly ever watched film. You know, I, I, I prepared, I prepared myself. I did what I needed. I knew I got the scouting report or whatever. I didn't watch a ton of film. Not everybody does, but in 2022 in the NFL, you're a starting quarterback. You have to spend a lot of time in the film room or, or preparing to play somehow prepared. Um, and this certainly tells you that Kyler Murray does not do that. And specifics, it says specifically things like, and he, he only gets, he gets credit. So he gets credit. I don't know how they're going to, I don't know if he is going to have to do it in this. I would think he's going to have to do it at the facility. He has to do it at the facility. Absolutely. It's going to be extra time at the facility because he only gets credit. If he's not on his phone, if it says video games, apparently he's a big video game guy. He's on like one of these video game teams. These they have like these clubs or teams and they like do these tournaments or whatever. He's on one. Phase okay. some I don't know, I can't remember what it is. There you go. So they specifically have things in there about he has to be focused on the video. He can't be watching movies. He can't be he can't be looking at his phone. Um so it, it's it's really eye-opening to hear that <laughs> they, part, they have to make it part of his contract to get him to fully prepare for games. If you are – this makes him the second-highest-paid quarterback, too, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, behind, like, Aaron Rodgers or something like that. Is it because – the? are you willing to do that because you're the Arizona Cardinals? It's hard to find a franchise quarterback. Can Kyler Murray be a franchise quarterback? Eh, I don't know, but is he really good? I'm sure, he's got a lot of a lot of good attributes. However, who? I mean, Tom Brady wasn't the most athletic human being in the world. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning, look at him, was never the most athletic human being in the world. Nope. Drew Brees, not the most athletic human being in the world. All of these guys are, I mean, they're athletes. Don't get me wrong in any way, shape, or form, but they're not Kyler Murray athletes. Kyler Murray is a freak of an athlete. Obviously, there's something to film study when you hear that these guys are the first ones there, last ones to leave, that whole kind of deal, and they're the ones that have thrown for more yards than anybody, and they've got every record. You're talking about those three. They hold everything there is. If you are a, a teammate of Kyler Murray's, let me scratch that. We'll get back to that. If you're Kyler Murray, 
How do you feel about this? I just signed a contract that's going to pay me uh, a guaranteed $160 million. You just signed a contract, guaranteed $160 million, but are you upset that this got out? Are you now back upset with the Arizona Cardinals thinking, oh, is this their way of, of really putting pressure on me, thinking that they're, they're going to bully me into this and now they're going to tell the world about this stupid clause that they put in my, my contract? And it is, <clears throat> That's the first thing I thought of. I don't know Who if he is. This? Yeah, I don't know if he is or not, but I would be embarrassed for sure. You've got to be embarrassed. At least embarrassed. But some people just flat out don't care. Okay, what about teammates? You're still in that locker room with a whole bunch of dudes. All these guys, trust me, if they had to put it in his contract, they all already know. Mm-hmm. They already know that this dude is out there working off his natural ability, and that's it. Yeah, that only gets you so far. Some people, it gets them really far. Yep. But it'll never make you the best. Never. You're going to be very hard-pressed to win a championship, which for most guys in the league, I'm sure that's their top goal. Win Absolutely. a championship. Who, who's probably the most important person on your team to help you win a championship? It's the quarterback on most teams. Um, I, I, yeah. If you have to, it, I don't. I can't imagine being an owner, a general manager of a or or a coach that has a lot of you know personnel power. Being in charge of signing guys to contracts and signing a guy like that that you know does not have the work ethic in that in that part. Maybe he's on the field throwing a million balls. Maybe he's in the weight room constantly, sure. but. If he doesn't, if he can't, you know, pick up blitzes and make reads and, and if he can't be prepared that way, the game is, you know, Yogi Berra said it, the game is 115% mental, 70, 50, 71% physical and uh, 50%, 50% mental and no 50% physical and 90% mental. Yeah. Um, so I listened to Keyshawn, J. Will and, and uh, Max. Kellerman show, which actually had Harry Douglas on it instead of instead of Keyshawn, who is an ex football player, and uh, there were some interesting things said. This is where I first heard it. Heard it. Uh, so they started talking about all right, what are way two things? Number one, you hear about players like this all the time. Like there are players that are known for just going out there, going through not going through the motions, but just being freak athletes. You ever heard of one leading a somebody leading a team to a championship? Is there? Can you think of anybody who might have been that kind of guy that led the team to a championship? Closest thing they could come up with, which I thought was a phenomenal answer, Allen Iverson. He took a team playing one of the best teams of all time with Kobe and Shaq, and actually won a game during it when he didn't have much outside of himself. Maybe not a young Andre Iguodala. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Aaron McKee, Eric Snow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bunch Dikembe, of stunts. Dikembe Mutombo. Yeah, bunch Tyrone, of st- Tyrone an Hill. old Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> an old Tyrone Hill. Well, Tyrone Hill was Tyrone Hill. So that's just because I know Tyrone, Tyrone Hill, Hill was old in college. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the point, right? So, you know, practice. We're talking about practice. Obviously, that's the same mentality. Mm-hmm. It's the same mentality. Um. I I just can't get it. The other thing they were talking about that I kind of like the idea of. So this dude's a big gamer, right? You got to put the claws in there. Can't be playing games while he's doing. Can't be doing all this stuff. 
Madden apparently was originally the way that it was thought of to be made was going to be like a like something to help teams uh, uh, get ready for games, right? It's supposed to be a tool like that. Now you can only make things so close before it just doesn't work like that, and it becomes a game and becomes what it is now. As a game, I mean, they got guys. Madden has people at every single in every facility rating these players, watching players, giving them, you know, the difference between a 96 and a 98 in speed or, you know, different attributes that they give all these players. Would it be worth it to throw 20, $30 million at a, at a, at a, you know, somebody like an EA sports or somebody that makes man something like that to try to, to try to make it even more, directed towards just the Arizona Cardinals make it more directed towards um, make it to where they can they can put in the other team's tendencies and things like that so he could play the game and see the things that were going on and you're now he gets now playing the game is almost like watching film I don't know how you do that I mean I I don't know how how they make the games anyway but there it's so you know, that can everything can change in real time. They're going to make adjustments during games. There's no way a video game can prepare you for that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just film is is captured real life. You know, I, I don't know how you and you can see tend you pick up on tendencies. You pick up on you see a defender with with you know two hands in the ground compared to one hand in the ground or the way he's leaning and, and know if he's blitzing or dropping back in coverage just by looking at the you know his tendencies that he doesn't even know he's doing but that you see can you yeah can you uh generate that using guys wearing uh full body green suits with ping pong balls on them that's um, i don't think it's quite i think it gets more in depth than that outside of the ping pong ball gig the, the black body suits yeah 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 <laughs> Uh, how do you get that job anyway? I want to be one of those guys. I would love to be one of those guys. <laughs> I want to be. Let's 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 make a baseball game where we're the where the guys doing <laughs> doing the ping pong ball suits. Yeah, I wonder how you would get into that. That would be so much fun. I know they use the real athletes in a lot of yeah. cases, but yeah. I, I can't imagine every single guy comes in. No, not all of them. They just do a few of them, and they get some athletic moves, and and then they work off of that. Yeah. I don't know, man. This is just something that really intrigued me. If I'm the Arizona Cardinals, if I'm a fan of the Arizona Cardinals, this is this is you know this this is something that would make me worried about him all the time. And I I you, I just cannot see somebody like that succeeding. And that's a lot of money to give some some somebody that you know isn't going to succeed. Right. Speaking of that, how long do you give it? until he misses a week where he doesn't go, he doesn't do. And and by the way, this is in addition to whatever they do in team meetings. Yes. This is independent. This is outside of team meetings, outside of team film, all of that. I think from what I understand, four hours a week is not that much. It's not. Yeah. I mean, you, (laughs) I mean, they put a lot of time in these dudes put a lot of time in to what they do to their craft, but I'm going to give you $160 million. You have to promise me four extra hours a week. Four. That's all I ask. <laughs> Tom Brady gives his team 16 extra hours a week. I'm asking for four extra hours a week. If you if you can't handle that, then yes, your contract should be null and void, and it should uh and you don't deserve the money that 
that you signed for if you can't even if you if you can't make it your life's work. I mean, that's what you do. It's sure you might have a family and that's great. Don't don't stay at the facility all day and all night and mm-hmm. sleep there. Go home and be with your family. But if you practice for two hours on a Tuesday, stay for an hour, hour and a half and watch and, and, and find specific things you want to watch film. That's, that's, that's the, if you kind of focus on that, I imagine that time is going to fly by. You could probably do two or three hours before you know it. And you're like, normal oh, man, person, wow. that, uh, somebody normal that loves the game, that loves what they're doing. Sure. You in basketball, if, if you became a basketball player and you were, you know, how many guys are on an NBA bench? 13. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, around there. Say there's 13 guys on an NBA team. So you are the 13th guy on the bench. You, as a human being that I know you to be, mm-hmm. would work as hard or harder than every other person that's there. You would be the first because you love the game. Mm-hmm. Baseball, I'd be the same way. Yeah. There are some people that are just freak athletes and can do without all that, and it's not their passion. They just are able to make a ton of money doing it and they chose to do that so they could make their money, but they don't have the passion. Yeah. You are begging for passion from somebody. I just can't imagine having to ask your quarterback. Just can't do it. Absolutely insane to me. Can't Absolutely insane. How much, uh, how much time do you think Joe Burrow spends in the film room on his own? Uh, a, a week. Sure. Um, I would say, I would say three extra hours a day, uh, five days a week. I would say 15 extra hours, minimum, wow. minimum. That's minimum. I mean, I don't know. I feel, you know, uh, it's, it's hard. That's hard. Does he spend only three extra hours? I'm not, I'm not saying that that's it. There's, he also has extra hours throwing and extra hours doing other things, but I would say that he probably spends that much. The thing about a guy like Joe Burrow is, He's like, I see him like a Tom Brady. I see him with game film at home. He gets home, he turns his TV on, and he's watching film while he's eating dinner. Mm-hmm. He's just going over it and over it and over it and over it. Yeah, Chris Paul does that stuff. Yeah. He does. He, he's, ta- he's talked about that before on JJ Reddick's podcast. He's a, Jamal Crawford's like that too. Um, they will, they'll be at, at the facility working out for two hours before practice an hour and a half after practice, go home, uh, oh, oh, spend another hour watching film at, at the facility, go home, watch uh, every single game on league pass mm-hmm. in a night, and then get up in the morning, you know, at, at five in the morning, go do watch it some film again, go, yeah, go practice. Again. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's my thing is when you're making that much money to play a game, and you have the ability to continue to sign contracts to make that much money again, more money. And you're that good at one of the, at the most important position in the game. It should be easy for you to do all this. This should just be things shouldn't. I mean, obviously it's expected because it's never had to be put into a contract before. Mm -hmm. But if it, this to me, that's the other thing is this become is this a precedent now set? Could be. Could or be is this just some another one of those? You got a guy who likes to ride motorcycles. Guess what? You're not riding motorcycles for the next four years. Kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
We know you like to play pickup basketball on the side. No pickup basketball. Aaron Boone. He messed his knee up or something playing. Apparently the Reds. Apparently the Reds put that in every single contract. Is that right? Yeah, I've heard that. I know for a fact that it was in somebody's contract because somebody showed up at a gym over on the west side with a couple other players and uh, made sure that nobody pulled a phone out to take a picture or anything like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, I got to hear that story. Yeah, I'll tell you off air because I ain't trying to throw nobody under the bus. <laughs> How long ago was this? Can you tell me that? Long enough to where one of the four players still plays for the Reds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that man, it, it's just so weird. And I, I would think that starts in the draft process. Mm-hmm. The, the the draft is like they, they go through all those silly tests and everything and the combines. And uh, you this know, is what those silly things are for. Right. This is what those silly things are for. You find out what kind of you know, you, you find out a, about a guy's character, his work ethic, all that kind of stuff, because that stuff is just as or more important than your physical ability. 100%. And I just don't imagine, I just can't understand number one, even using a pick, a, a, a top pick on a guy like that, and then signing him to a long term contract, the, the richest contract in the NFL. Yeah. And, and he, he's not willing to, he, he wants, sure, everybody wants to be doing something fun. And especially the later you get into the season, I'm sure a lot of guys do not feel like yeah doing this do doing the same grind over and over every week and spending that much time on football. I get it. I, even as much as I love basketball, I'm sure I would feel that way. But but this is their job. This is your job, and you're still and you have that next game to prepare for. You've got to be focused on that next game because it's the most important game of your life, and, and it. You're playing for million every game. You're playing for millions of dollars. Yeah, every single game you are, you are playing for that next contract. Every game. I don't care if you just signed a six-year deal. You're still playing for your next contract. So, do you think he hits the four-hour mark every week and stops? Oh, I think there's going to be quite a few. Uh, if 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 he's the kind of guy that they make, they're making him out to be right now. Hundred <laughs> percent. He's gonna clock in and go four hours and four seconds and be God tag on. And I didn't need to watch that last four seconds of that play. <laughs> that play took way too long. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I. It's amazing that that guy is gonna make that much money. Yes. And, and they don't even. They obviously don't trust him. Obviously, don't trust him. <laughs> so difficult uh bring Carson Carson Palmer out of retirement you know who else I don't trust I don't trust Vince McMahon to tell me the truth (laughs) I mean Kyler Murray would rather play video games than watch film that is an angel compared to what Vince McMahon apparently (laughs) is can we go I so so I don't know all this I don't know the whole story so you told me yesterday when we started talking about the show, we do our little, you know, couple minutes talking about what we're going to do for prep or whatever. And you're telling me yeah, we spent four. It's a four hour meeting. It's a four week. hour meeting every two. We put four hours of independent study in every week for this podcast. Prep. Uh, so that being said, you told me that Vince McMahon has retired or, or no, what was the word you used? He, uh, 
he res- resigned. It's a big difference. He, he, I think I was wrong. I think you're right. I said resigned. He retired. So, so Vince McMahon retired. So to me, I'm like, okay, yep. All right, here we go. Yeah, this is just, you know, uh, come on, Adam. He's been fired a million times. He's, you know, lost the company to his son and his daughter and all this other crazy stuff. It's, it's all for show. This is not, and, and if you do watch wrestling, he has not been on in a very long time. Apparently, he came out on Raw a couple of days ago and addressed it and SmackDown, I believe. And yeah, this is not a storyline. This is the real thing. And apparently it's because now he's 76 years old. Mm -hmm. Apparently it's timed like this. He didn't want to retire. He was not ready to retire, but there are, there have been so many accusations and it doesn't seem like they're at the forefront of the news when these things happen, but there is a long list of things that former employees have complained about and have claimed that he does <laughs> that makes him just come on let's ball. i want to hear what they are i don't know what they are the the biggest thing right now is he is now under investigation for and and it's i think the government is getting involved because there's Whoa. tax stuff involved oh so this is good that's a billion it's, dollar it's industry money, it's a money thing so there's apparently like 14 million dollars that he spent that's not accounted for and the and the belief is that that is money that he paid out hush money for oh. for uh former employee employee or employees I yeah believe. but even even when you have that hush money or you sign a nda non-disclosure agreement or whatever even when you have those that money is usually still I mean, it's written for what it's for. I mean, it's you. It's taken out of taxes and everything for what it's for. So, right. if he had them sign a document with a lawyer, that stuff is usually all and apparently done copacetic. So they have to go back and redo their books for the last three years because that money is not basically not accounted for. So and, and so the WWE has a board, uh, a governing board. Sure. And it's a publicly traded company, I believe. So, um, really, this has a lot. I'm pretty sure. I didn't know. Yeah, that. you can you can buy stock. He's the main yeah. stockholder, or whatever. But um, I'm I'm pretty sure that's the case because yeah, because I've I've heard people say I I think I heard somebody say that the stock went way up when they heard Vince McMahon was was leaving, which that doesn't make sense to me because he's the brains behind what has turned wrestling into what it is now. And there's also speculation that sometime in the next <clears throat> in the next year it may be sold so now stephanie mcmahon and um nick khan i think is his name are co-ceos now replacing mm-hmm. vince mcmahon and also depending on where you where you get the story vince mcmahon is temporarily while this investigation is going on is temporarily retired until uh, it all clears up that makes then, more sense so i don't but some people are saying he's gonna he he's retired, he's done. Um, this is you know because of that, you know everything's gonna change. They're gonna sell the company and all that kind of stuff. I kind of don't because Stephanie McMahon is so involved and she is now the new CEO. I don't imagine it's gonna be sold to anybody but her or a machine. Sure, yeah, it's gonna stay in the family. Triple H and her will will buy it. And he took it over from his dad. It's right. The WWF was 
owned for a, a long time. He took over yeah. in 82. It's been 40 years that he's been the CEO of this company. He's been the storyline guy. And apparently, so they what have mean storyline guy, the, the, a staff of writers. They have like write storylines for, for what? For the shows, for Raw, for, for everything that happens in wrestling. We mean they write it. <laughs> well, any, anything uh, aside from all the stuff, like when guys are mad at each other, then yeah, they come out and, and well, that's written. So yeah, like the promos are written, but the fights, I mean, that's yeah. they don't. Whoever doesn't like each other in the locker room, they they just go out and they give them microphones and whatever they want to say to each other. That's what they say, and they <sighs> and they fight, and then sometimes their friends come out and help them. You know. So what's the storyline guy? Who does? What's that for? It's just like you said, the promos and that kind of thing. Oh, okay. They just oh, help right. them because like you say know, because you get big meatheads talking. Brock Lesnar out there who doesn't have an ounce of brain. And wow, and I heard Brock Lesnar is actually was like a. This is not a joke. Was like a 4.0 student at Iowa. Was incredibly right. intelligent. I'm not kidding. This I, is not a joke. I'm I'm being a hundred percent serious right now. I was kidding about the storyline stuff. Only, but obviously that was a joke. Yeah. I'm dead serious about Brock Lesnar. I heard this dude is like a. He's incredibly intelligent. I, I'm only going by every single time I've ever seen him open his mouth. I'm only going by that. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I, I can't stand that guy. But uh, <laughs> I mean, he was so, so you, so you mean the storyline guys did a good job? <laughs> I guess, I guess. When I have guess. you ever heard him talk outside of WWE? Yeah. Did you ever hear him talk out? I mean, in UFC, did he? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. Um, he's a cocky little fellow, but he could be cocky ugh. because he's a monster. Uh, I guess. <clears throat> anyway. Oh, and I, apparently he is loyal to a similar kind of guy because when Vince McMahon retired, Brock Lesnar said, I'm out of here. If he's not going to be around, I'm not going to be around. Wow. So what looks like loyalty makes him kind of look bad again because he's loyal to a scumbag he's loyal to a scumbag and we all kind of, i mean we all knew vince mcmahon was a scumbag from as long as we if you've watched dark side of the ring everyone knows vince mcmahon's a scumbag there i mean wrestlers former employees have all talked about stuff that he does apparently in meetings he is like just absolutely awful the way he speaks to people he uses he uses uh you know terms that are not acceptable to use anymore um they have to people that that are taking notes that are taking the the meeting minutes have to edit they like they know when he says certain things they're not allowed to write that down everything else they're supposed to write everything down they know when he uses slurs or call you know or, or, or mistreats people in the, in the room, they're not supposed to write that stuff down. Um, and yeah, and, and this, apparently it was just like three years ago that he had a, an affair with an employee, um, and was, I guess it happened once or twice. And then that person was no longer, no longer wanted anything to do with that. And he, I, I think he fired that person because she didn't want to do that anymore and then paid her 12 million dollars or something like that to not Talk not take it, it. yeah, yeah. The, not uh, take it public. yeah sign a sign an agreement that you won't that you won't you, look here's the deal what i did was wrong but i'm going to give you 12, 12 million dollars you say something about this i'm coming after your money and all kinds of other stuff 
So he's he's uh having affairs with employees in his seventies. I mean, uh, is is he married still? I think so. Oh, Linda's she still name? around? I can't Linda. remember. I think it was Linda. I mean, Stephanie, you're I mean, you guys all know who he is. It's Vince McMahon. I know. This is setting up perfect for the next dark side of the ring season. I cannot <laughs> wait. I love that. I love that documentary. It is going to be interesting to see what happens here. If it's true that he's just going to kind of step into the shadows and then until this all washes away, it might be a year or something like that, but then maybe he comes back, but we're talking, he's in his, he's going to be his late seventies soon. And how much longer do you do it? I guess if you can sit behind, that's the other thing is, is employees he's in great shape. Yeah. Employees have talked recently though, about his like, kind of uh, his lack of caring like he's not really a he'll he forgets a lot of stuff that they've done and so he he like wants to repeat things all the time and they 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 tell him like we've we've done that we did that three weeks ago that very same match and and he's like so what do it again and like he doesn't care as much anymore about doing like the best thing and he's forgetting a lot he just wants his way now it's it's not I mean, it's always been that way, but he also had an incredible mind to make the storylines work. He he basically did what Dana White did for MMA. I mean, he built it into an incredibly popular, an incredibly popular sport. And uh, I mean, they he's a billionaire. He's made several millionaires. Um, I mean, he just yeah, it was we were. All I mean, so deep into it when we were kids, and then again yeah. as teenagers. Yep. Um, and in our twenties and stuff, it, I it just yeah. And I still watch it every now and then with my son. That's true. That's right. Not as much anymore. He's not as yeah. deep into it as he was. Okay. Are you happy about that? Uh, I still watch it every now and then. I okay. Whether he does or not. Yeah, I get on that. that. Dude, I'm telling you, like, I'm not a social media guy, but the chat snap. Oh, thank you. The chat snap has these little like. It takes like news and, and just all kinds of stuff and breaks them down. So they do like raw and it's like four minutes and it shows you the top 10 things that happened on raw or, you know, it's, you know, three minutes of little, you know, 10 second clips. And it shows you the main things that happen on SmackDown or NXT. I, I love that. I watch them all. I watch them almost every day. So I'm yeah. hundred uh, percent. Ray, Ray, Ray Mysterio jr. Just had his uh, 20 years in professional wrestling. And then he got beat up by the uh, whatever the new mm-hmm. scary looking people are that yeah. became a group. And they're just really, they all dress in black. You know, they've done that three or four Bushwhackers? Times. No, no. Legion this of is, Zoom? No, this is like uh, a, uh, you remember when uh, Van, no, 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 no. <laughs> when uh, Gangrel and Christian and uh, Edge and they all had that, whatever that was. This the Brood. Is, the Brood. This is just like another you know, dark, mysterious group. And they, you know, a couple of the really good wrestlers have been overtaken by it. And now they're all part of it. And they just go around and beat everybody up. They just go beat everybody up. Huh? We're taking over. That kind of thing. So they beat up Rey Mysterio and his, and his daughter and his son. Okay. His son gets beat up every week. How old is the son? I don't know. 22 23 he tra- he wrestled they they oh, okay. they won a tag team match together oh, his rest- daughter that got beat up oh she's probably about the same she's in her 20 somewhere okay. so she's a wrestler too oh no she was just just so happened to be there and 
Oh, okay. Some other person beat her up. She's a regular lady, and so they beat her up. Uh, she's been on for a while. She fell in love with somebody at one point. Oh, okay. Okay. They've used all of the Mysterio family here lately. Remember when uh, Stephanie McMahon? <laughs> never mind. Uh, never mind. Um, <laughs> uh, interesting, man. That's that's see once again scumbag. <laughs> he wrote the storylines back then. He wrote his daughter to be doing some things. That's messed up. Some things. Um, I mean, some of the things. And he didn't obviously write, but. I, I mean, I'm sure he was totally fine. But <laughs> he did not care. I guarantee was, it. Yeah, I mean. Yep. Guarantee it. I wonder. I went. Oh, and then uh, what did I hear? Something about Triple H now. Um, I, he's taken over. I mean, he's been like part, like uh, one of the executives now for a while. But, right. Um, apparently, he's taken over something else now or something. I, I, I shouldn't have even brought it up because I can't the remember. NXT the NXT side of it. Is he in charge of the NXT side? Maybe. That's the like the 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 new people as the, you know, you, like the you, minor league kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. The G League. Basically. Um, <clears throat> I can't remember what it was. But anyway, I guess he's stepping into a different role or something or a new maybe it's a promotion maybe it's a lateral move i don't know but hunter hurst helmsley is doing something else good old hunter are they uh is he married to stephanie are they married i'm pretty sure yeah okay my sister's calling me at 11 40 at night what do you think a, she's calling for should, a, we, should we throw her on answer. yeah 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 let's oh, see. see hold on see what's up <laughs> Hey, hey, hold on just one second, all right? First off, is everything okay? Yeah. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah. That didn't work. I tried to put you on the podcast, but it didn't work. All right, so go ahead. You're in the middle of the podcast. Melinda Witt yeah. has joined the podcast. What's going on? No, 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 no. I don't <laughs> want to do that. Why not? Hey, Melinda. I just want to know if I can borrow your truck tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah, no problem. Not nah, during Anytime. the day. During the day, I'm going to have to say no. I apologize. No, it's okay. I just need to take a trip to Rumkey. We got a whole bunch of garbage in the house. We need to get out. Can I give it to you at the end of the day? Uh, yes. Call my dad. Use his truck. Did you hear that? I'm putting She's putting garbage. garbage. So it's okay to put garbage in my truck, but not Adam's dad's truck that's 20 years old. You're putting it in the bed, right? In you're the... not putting it in the cab, are you? No, no, no. no. Oh, well, you're good. He's got a liner. He's got a bed liner in there. He's about, he, he's about to sell that thing anyway. Beat it up. He's a busy man. I can't. No, he's not. He's retired. <laughs> well, maybe I'll let you bring it up to him. And if he there calls me, I'll, I'll just you, sit around and wait. <laughs> you can use my truck when I get home. I may not be home till late. I got a lot of stuff I have to do. We leave for vacation Friday. So I got a lot of stuff to do tomorrow, but you can have it when I'm done. All right. Well, just, uh, yeah, let me know. Or you can just talk to your dad. I'll, I'll text the podcast. I'll text him. He's probably still up now. I, I'll uh, I'll text him either when I leave here or in the morning, and uh, and I'll let him know that you're looking for a truck. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Love you. thanks for joining the podcast. 
Of course, anytime. I I'm, don't forget know. to listen this week. You can hear yourself uh, about forty-five minutes into the podcast is when you came on. I listen every week religiously. So, whoa, yeah, whoa. Nice. so what did you think about the Reese's that we did last week? You know, um, I thought they were interesting. So it was good. She, good yep. quality. You can tell programming. she listens. Yeah, you can tell she listens. Yep. They were interesting. They right. were very interesting <laughs> <laughs> for a candy bar. It was interesting for a candy bar. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, have a great night. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Can't wait to talk to you next time. All right. I'll make sure my lights are on. Bye. <laughs> Love, Love you. you. Bye. <laughs> uh, the great Melinda. I almost called her Melinda Witt. I call her Melinda Witt all the time. It's okay. <laughs> She's Melinda Witt. Melinda Gullet. Uh, uh, or on my phone, it says Booger Butt. Or as the uh, sure. British lady who tells me, who talks to me on my phone, calls her Buzer Butt. Okay. Buzer. Okay. Buzer. Uh, Calling Buzer Butt on cell. Who is your lady on your You phone? don't make Siri. Oh, Siri talks to me in an English accent. I made Siri English. <laughs> I also made I also made the lady on uh, Apple Maps that talks to me is also British. All my people are British. I love having British people on my phone. You know what's weird? I don't like an accent. No, I don't like an accent. Wow. So you don't like when I do the, when I get into the James and do that for way too long and it goes way too overboard. (laughs) I have literally used an accent one time for an entire weekend and never came out of it. I know. I've heard James in a long time. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a while. Um, Good thing. It's hard (laughs) for me right now not to start talking, but I'm not going to because I just found out that you do not like an accent i don't know i mean i i guess maybe not all accents i'm not a fan of but i i don't know there's just a there's just something just something i don't know i don't know what it is uh some are kind of fun it's it's fun to to see a person that can impersonate an accent okay that's really this is such a good this is such an adam schmidt move right here we we're having all kinds of difficulties in our headphones uh, okay, I think we got to fix, but this totally an Adam Schmidt move to to say something. I can't stand accents. Me say, oh, I do an accent all the time. I never knew you didn't like it. And go, well, I like when people impersonate oh, accents. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That does feel like a save, but <laughs> it's a hundred. But I was I was like. thinking about like people that are like like Dan Soder and people that are like professional kind of that, that do that's so like Dan Garvey. You. And, yeah. You're you know, talking about impressions, like impressions. the impressions people. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Dana Carvey's unbelievable at that. He is. Um, Dan Soder's even better, I think. So we went to... Uh, Dan Soder does at least one phenomenal. Oh, I mean, his Macho Man is just that's the, yeah. second to none. Second to none. But he does a lot of really good... I mean, he's impre- his Dave Chappelle really mm. good his Dave Chappelle really that. good people some people do Dave Chappelle but he's he's got a good Chappelle um yeah he can do a lot of them anyway uh god I I've watched every single second that has ever been recorded of him doing Macho Man Randy says so great I I I, I keep going back to his YouTube. facial expressions are <laughs> Are he even does the fingers? There. Yep, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> the, pinpoint, close, squint the eyes and the, everything. If you haven't seen Dan Soder, we do the comedy segment all the time. He's been on here before. 
Dan Soder, look it up. Macho Man impersonations. Phenomenal. Uh, speaking of Dan Soder, I have something to ask you after the podcast relating to that. Please don't let me forget. Mm, yeah, I'll try. Okay. I have something that I want to say to you. So uh, next week I'll be on vacation. I'd like to do the podcast. This is going to be different. But I don't know how, you know how hard that is. Let's just say, what, oh, you're about to say something. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep, keep going. I was going to say, I, I, it's going to be tough. You know how that goes. We're always either out to dinner or something's going on. I don't, say I want to do it and I'm not going to make a promise. Don't, don't even worry about it. But you are going to be gone. I was just going to say, it's going to be a two-week hiatus. Two-week. Do you know why it's a two-week hiatus? Why is that? Because when I get back, I will be going to the Field of Dreams. Holy smokes. I will be going to the Reds v. Cubs, I believe. Yeah. In Iowa. Boy, what an awful matchup to put on a nationally broadcast. <laughs> Reds and Cubs. Wow, that was bad. I was thinking about that the other day. I saw a promo for it for that game. Oh my gosh, how do you but, pick Reds Cubs? But two great organiz like lifetime organizations. Two two baseball organizations. Two teams that have been around forever and have incredible history, just like the movie and what the movie brings out in that. Sure, but it feel the Field of Dreams game. If there's going to be one major league game there every year, I it feel like it's got to be Red Sox Yankees. I feel like it's got to be Seals Dot or Giants Dodgers. I disagree. Or, I feel like it needs to be whoever the White Sox are playing at that time. Yeah. I feel like the White Sox should be year. involved. Yeah, they were at the very first one. I feel like the Whites. This is one of those things. It's like okay, well. Green Bay and Detroit and Chicago, you know those three teams will be playing either each other or somebody on Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. Those three teams play on Thanksgiving every single year. It's given. Detroit, Chicago, Green Bay, given that they're going to play. That being said, I feel like this Field of Dreams game, it would be really cool to just have the White Sox out there every time. It's the only team that was ever – that was involved in that. And they wear the old uniforms from the 1919 yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. And how great yes. would it be to, I mean, that's the perfect game. That should have been the first game was Reds and White Sox yeah. out there. Yeah. The 1919 World Series that was thrown by the White Sox was literally the Reds and the White Sox. That, that one kind of makes sense. Maybe just make that the game every year. Just make that the game. Just Reds, year. White Sox out in Iowa. I mean, that's, next year. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome for us, but fan base yeah. wise. So apparently there was a, so I guess we never talked about this. Did we not talk about this? I don't think so. There was a, um, a lottery for people that live in Iowa. Oh, only. And mom knew somebody there and asked them if they had already joined it. They said no and asked her to do it. And they apparently won. I've not seen the tickets yet. Dad has not physically seen the tickets yet. So we don't 100% know what is all going down or how this whole thing works. But uh, we're told that we have two tickets for this game. And the game's on a Thursday, so we'll leave Wednesday morning. Make sure we get out there plenty of time. I don't want to get there the day of the game. I want to have that entire day to do whatever. So yeah, no, we'll probably leave Friday. Nice. So that's that. <clears throat> That's so the game's on the 11th. I want to say it's the Thursday, whatever that Thursday is. I think the okay. 11th is right. Um, 
and you are on vacation starting, you're leaving Friday this week. We're leaving. I'm leaving after work Friday this week. And you're getting back the seventh. The seventh. The seventh. Eighth, that ninth, my tenth, question. boom. Okay. We'll be leaving on the tenth, which is Wednesday. Gotcha. 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 Okay. Well, then that that uh, changes part of my thing that I have to talk to you about after the show. All right. But sounds good. There's still part of it that I gotcha. Anyway, I'd be happy to watch your dog. That's super. Okay, so if we're going to talk about it on here, I was wondering if you could keep an eye on on my dog while I'm gone on vacation. Absolutely, me and Hoover, I got him. If you could say, if you could keep an eye on Hoover, just just feed him. Uh, I feed him eleven times a day. Just throw one piece of food at him so at a time. If you could, yeah. It's I mean, there's a whole it's a whole system. There's the dry food, there's the wet food, and then you've got a treat in between. And then you've got, and, and there are alarms uh, that'll go off in the house. I mean, is it just, but but you used to do just certain bones with him, right? He can't have other bones. They mess with his stomach a little bit. Yeah, only hippopotamus legs. Uh, it, it, he can only chew those bones and uh, because they're they're uh, richer in vitamin E. And that's why, because he, he has a vitamin E deficiency. And the vet said that hippopotamus legs have a lot of vitamin where e do you get marrow. hippopotamus legs hippopotamus oh, bones does he can you get them like with the meat on them still no you no no they're just they're just bones <clears throat> um there there's sometimes there's still you can get a little a little blood still on them yeah um and that's kind of that's just, the stain, dog's just like, a stain just a little right. stain but the dog will smell that and he'll really get after it yeah um and you can get them you have to usually go behind a pet smart Mm. um like their alley like in the alley behind or like behind the register behind the building okay (laughs) and there's a guy there'll be a guy back there okay and sometimes he's missing part of a part of limb but um but he'll be back there and and you just tell him you know there are code words and stuff for for what you're looking for but you'll have all the they'll be the i don't need to like go to him you'll have the the hippo bones ready at the house Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm stocked okay. up. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Got, it, got, it, got, it, got, it, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Anyway, uh, but and that's that's just part of the whole thing. But there's, I'll I'll leave a list out for you. Um, but if you could just stop over, if you could just stop over at seven in the morning and let him out and feed, and then at eight forty five you stop back over. Yeah. And then if you could stop back over at nine fifteen. That's the half hour. That's the treat in between, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got yeah. you. Yeah. And then can, can I just hang out at the house? Do you care if, if I you, just yeah, if, you, <laughs> if you like, but I figure you, you have to go to work and stuff. Go make a sales call. Go right back. Come home. right back. Okay. So um go go uh go 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 do your thing. But uh, you know, every about every 45 minutes you gotta I'm in you gotta stop in. Yeah, I'm in hundred percent. Does he play video games or, or board games at all? No, I leave. Um, he loves, he loves the movie Five Goes West, <laughs> and I leave it on on a loop all day long. Okay, all uh, day long. Let's pause from the 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 goofy story. First off, tremendous job with the hippopotamus leg bone thing. Oh, that was that was my favorite part. Okay, <laughs> until. <laughs> until you decided to tell me the movie he watches and you pulled out of the back of your cranium, Fightful Goes West. That was so well done. 
<laughs> oh my God, Fifle goes west. <laughs> so well done. Anyway, speaking of board games, you and <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know where there was a board game in there, but uh, Hoover's favorite board game is Mousetrap. Oh, now, so is Mount. So let's just get right into it. Unless okay. you have something to get into. Before. No, let's let's talk about. So let's get right into it. What is your Mount Rushmore of board games? Oh, wow. Just right into it, huh? Oh, sorry. So last week we decided that. Uh... <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. The Mount Rushmore this week is board games. Now, I wrote down a little list here. All right. This was okay. harder than I thought it was going to be. This was harder. I feel like we've done this before because I remember I some of these things. But. I 100% guarantee that whatever we put on here is going to be different from what we originally said. Yeah. I have not marked. And here's the thing is there's, what are the rules here? You know, I, what's that that's what I got question marks next to connect Four, next to Yahtzee next to uh, don't break the ice. Are these board games? Here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. It's all open except for cards, card games. Right. Right. Out. Okay. Okay. Anything you can play like, on a table. Okay, but no Uno, no no right. solitaire. I feel like not, those are card games. That's a separate, thing, separate, separate deal. Okay, but almost Can, everything else is open. Do you remember the game? Because this is on. Uh, so I've got a list, but the one that's on my thing that I haven't, I, I, I didn't, I didn't uh, know the name of it, and I'm hoping you might know. Kerplunk. That's it. That's it. Did I say any? Did I say sticks or marbles or anything? No. You just knew it was Kerplunk. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? I'm not kidding at all. I wrote the very bottom of this. I wrote sticks and marbles because I couldn't remember what it was. I was literally going to ask you what then, that yes, was. It's called Kerplunk. All right, Kerplunk. <laughs> so, you know, that's wow. one of my five or four. I almost I almost <laughs> wrote that down, too, because uh, we had that game and that was fun. Awesome. Yeah. It's um, my favorite game. I didn't write it down. And I'll tell you, I wrote down a little list and I didn't mark them. So I'll, I don't, I'm, I'm I don't have marks right in. now. Yeah. Okay. Let's pick do them it right now. All right. Go ahead. Walk it off. Walk it off for me. Number one, I'm going to go chess. I'm going to go chess. Uh, I didn't know you were a chess guy. I, I, I'm not really. Um, but it's, uh, I watched the Queen's Gambit twice. No, you told, yeah. And uh, I mean, that really uh, gives you a, a kind of an appreciation for it. And uh, Joey Votto's a big chess guy. Mm. And um, no, I, I, I learned to play when I was a kid and I don't remember how to play anymore. You don't remember how to play uh, one of your Mount Rushmore of board games. That's correct. That's, but, that is it's, awesome. but it's, it's a, if you're really good at chess and you can think like, you know, several moves ahead. And if I do this here and, and you, you know, the, the names of each square on that's the, the hard thing. part. I don't know. I don't know the names of the squares, like the moves. pawn to e5 or anything like that. I don't. I can't. I know how all the pieces move, but I don't know. I can't. Couldn't tell you the names of that stuff. And my brain does not think any farther than what my hand is doing in that moment. <laughs> yeah. My, so there's. I am not a. Right. My dad used to love chess, and he always wanted me to get into it and play it. <laughs> no, not happening. If I ever move to like New York or something, I'm going to be one of those guys that play it in the park. The speed chess. Oh yeah. That's yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's cool. Speed chess. Uh, another one. Uh, Scrabble. Oh, I know that can be boring. So you have but two of the most boring yeah. board games ever to start off. This is adult Adams uh, trying to pick these games. Ch Kid Adam wouldn't even get close. I'm so confused then. Okay. Let's continue. But I like words. I, I like, I'm not, 
I wouldn't be good. I haven't played Scrabble in a million years, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be good at it. I don't. So but, he Mount Rushmore board games. First game, never played it. Don't know how to play it. Second game, second game, haven't played it in a million years. Yeah. I love it. Okay, uh, let's get this. Yes, continue. What's is, is, is your arm okay? What's wrong? <laughs> that thing. I think you told me about it, but that thing. Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah, I got a couple. Uh, I got a couple uh, gashes. I. I had a surgery here on my uh, forearm to attach the forearm back to the bone. It rolled all the way up. And then this one over here was my, uh, my elbow tendon snapped. <laughs> no, I was saving a dog from a, from a pool. That's right. That's right. That's I was actually was. saving my, the liner of my pool from the dog yeah. is what I was doing. And the dog smoked me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right you get a little tan when i get tan they turn like deep brown they're dark yeah yeah that's why i think they cut my eye i got chess i've scrambled i i'm going and this is why I, i'm kind of opening everything up here is because i'm putting crossfire on there man whoa i, I mean yes crossfire <laughs> crossfire <laughs> yeah. without a doubt that's a good one um i liked it a lot we had it when i was a kid and i liked it a bunch I've got four more listed. <laughs> yeah, I've got four more listed, and man, it's just not easy. Uh, you know, I, I, Monopoly would be on a lot of people's. You're, you know, learning early on how to be a uh, real estate uh, mogul or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I've got, I've got Candyland. We had, we played a ton of Candyland when mm -hmm. I was a kid. Um, Candyland was big in your house. Yeah. You know, checkers. Checkers is like Dum uh, Dum's chess. That's uh, my that's now not, checkers. Now you can't beat me in checkers. I got you with checkers. Now. I'm just kidding. Checkers is great. It is Dum Dum chess. It's a hundred percent. That's literally where the conversation comes from. Where or the the saying comes from when somebody says he's playing chess and he's playing checkers. <laughs> it, I don't. I don't. I think at all it's for dumb people. I think chess is just for like people that are. That's why I don't play chess because mm -hmm. it's just for people that are way smarter. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Battleship is the one I'm really thinking about. I think I'm going to just going to go ahead and put Battleship Dude. on there because we had Battleship too when I was growing up and, and that was one that we played. And yep. um, I'm putting, I'm putting chess, Scrabble, Crossfire and Battleship. Why not? I love it. Battleship's a good one. I had Battleship on, and on the, on the list of things, uh, Hungry, Hungry Hippos. Mm -hmm. I had on there. I love that. Uh, you guys had that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we still, I have it here in two different forms. One are hippos and one's like, I don't know, Sven's or something from some Disney thing. Yeah. Um, Monopoly, and they've done Monopoly into, you know, you can get Monopoly for anything you've ever done. You can get Cincinnati Monopoly. You can get Star Wars Monopoly, blah, blah, blah. But Ohio Monopoly. State football yep. Monopoly. Uh, the Game of Life. That was a big one in the Wit House for a long time. Like, that was a... We played a ton of that. That and Yahtzee. I loved, love, love, loved Yahtzee. Uh, checkers, Mousetrap, Don't Break the Ice. Remember Don't Break the Ice? Yeah. That was a great one, too. Uh, so that's that's uh, some lists of things. And then from there, we will go with – I'm going to go with Trouble, the game Trouble. Where you have, yep. Man, you're – 
mouth. You should have been a you should have been a beatboxer or something. <laughs> Your dad would be great at the, at the <laughs> yeah. trouble. Uh, so trouble was always a good one for me. Um, I don't know. Uh, I already said this one. Kerplunk, the sticks and marble game. That was one of my all time favorite games ever. So that's on my my Mount Rushmore. Uh, we used to play a game that I loved growing up, and that's this is totally crazy because I am so far from a school scholastic type person. Like I could like school was just not my cup of tea, uh, unless it was something. It just wasn't except for the except for recess, right, where you got sure. to go hang out. Gym, yeah. gym was always good, but we had a game that we played for a long time called go to the head of the class. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they like answer a math question, a science question. I think it was my mom's way of actually getting us to do some kind of work, but they had different levels. Right. So like my sister was in first grade and I was like a junior in high school. Or well, eighth grade, if she was in first seven years and there would be different levels. They had like um, grade school, middle school, uh, high school and college questions. Right. So, whoever's playing what could be is all even playing field uh but go to the head of the class man that was a huge one in my house and then last but not least is the next one that became even bigger as i got older and we played this more than any other game cranium oh you remember cranium you could get a humdinger or uh you did like you get a song we had i had my buddy Mike Little was playing and he got a humdinger. I'll never forget it in my life. No idea what the song was. Let's just say it was, um, I don't know, Michael Jackson. Okay. okay. And he went like this. No idea what he was doing. You could whistle or hum. He chose to do that. That's what he chose to do. You could whistle. You can go up and down with a whistle. You can make noises. You can go up and down with a hum. You could do all kinds of stuff. He decided to just go. <laughs> no one could figure it out. Laughed as hard as I've ever laughed. Cranium was one of my all-time favorite games. In fact, I have it here at the house, and now I'm thinking about it. I want to play Cranium again. There you go. So he was doing Morse code, huh? He was doing <laughs> Morse code with his mouth. <laughs> there you go. Very nice. <clears throat> I almost put Trivial Pursuit on oh, there. Shut up. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I like trivia now. I love trivia. I love trivia. And I feel like I'm a decent trivia person. Yeah. Until you go to these places where they do trivia at bars. Man, I feel never felt so stupid in my life. Yeah. I just did that a couple months ago. That happened to me. Uh, but I watched Jeopardy. And then they- and then they do a sports one, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 I got this, I got this. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I watched Jeopardy yesterday, and I got like three out of the first four questions I saw, and then not another one after that. Nice. That sounds about right. <laughs> you got the $200 questions, right? <laughs> yes. $200 questions about like pop culture or yeah. sports or something like that. Um, all, all right. right. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> So that brings us to the last segment of the day, which is, uh, it's got to be the best segment. It's got to be my favorite segment. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is the comedy segment. Adam, this week we did Bill Burr. Sure did. Bill Burr live at Red Rock. Such an awesome place. 
The only first off, can I say this for this? Yes, Did it seem like he was annoyed by wh- how low and direct at him the spotlight was? Did you notice the spotlight was like 10 rows up, not like way up from the ceiling? He originally walks out and looks in the crowd. And he's like, oh, my God. Like That spotlight, they showed it a couple times on there. It was like 10 rows up. That's it. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Anyway. Hmm. So I wrote a ton of stuff down for – Uncle Bill. Okay. All right. All right. Tell me about Uncle Bill. What? What? So let's. I don't know. How do? How do we usually do this? You want to? You want to get it going? Like, what do you? What did you think about Bill Burr? You. You've got all the. You've got all the stuff down. You go for it. I mean, I don't. I mean, take your drink and 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 tell us about. Uncle so Bill. I mean, uh, I don't know. Half this stuff. Uh, the oh oh the first thing I wrote down that I laughed at first thing I laughed at is where he was talking so he got right into the vaccines and into the into the corona and Bill Burr does the best job maybe of anybody of playing both sides of everything I absolutely love it first off well uh, <laughs> I wrote it down somewhere oh yeah so <laughs> this is the perfect thing so he said something about ladies being the smartest people in the world or something like that. And all the ladies clap and he goes, ladies, you shouldn't be applauding that. You know, I'm an asshole. <laughs> you know, this is going to end badly. <laughs> that's my favorite. So that's kind of how So the very first thing he's talking about how you got all these people in there, like, you know, during the election, it's America, love it or leave it. And then all of a sudden they said, go get vaccinated. And uh, oh, I don't trust the government. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was good. Uh, that was funny. Uh, the canceling of John Wayne. We talked about how we canceled John Wayne and he's dead and we're going back in stuff like, no, yep. That sounds exactly like what he would do. And then Sean Connery. Oh man. Yeah. These guys were born in 1910. 1910 yeah. And then the first hairy leg white chick shows up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good. Uh, uh, I don't even know. I just wrote some goofy stuff. Oh, you talked about Coco Chanel who was banging a Nazi or something like that. So, that was a uh, you know nobody's canceled her nobody said anything about that. Um, I don't know. He really goes. He went hard in on all the like most controversial social stuff. Yes, and like played both sides. Of he played both time. sides, and even was you know plenty aggressive about going against what like the kind of the new progressive way of thinking is. Yep. You know the the women's rights thing. Women's rights the women's stuff. The, yeah. the, like the WNBA, when he said that one of the one of the people in we had this same as he's talking about this, I'm thinking we we did this conversation with Joe Leonard about soccer. <laughs> we did this conversation because yeah. he was talking about the same thing that there was this woman. She was on ESPN with these other guys. She's a soccer player on the U.S. team. And she's Megan, compla- Megan, Megan Rapino, by the way. Is that who he was talking about? Yeah. I don't know. And he, she was complaining that that men or that women make way less in all the sports than men do and all the guys were like oh my gosh i don't know Hmm, i wonder and he's like i'm standing there like this is the easiest answer in the world this is the same thing i said to joe who where does the money where's the money come from where's the money being spread from right where where's the money coming you can't pay somebody something you don't physically have I cannot pay you money I don't have. If you're a WNBA player and you're the greatest WNBA player in the world and you're going to make a million dollars this year, 
that you should be happy that you're making a million dollars, right? Not saying, well, I should be making what Giannis Antetokounmpo is making. Well, the NBA brings in just a little bit more money than, than the WNBA does. The teams make just a little bit more money than you guys do. That's why they get paid more. It's that simple. Sorry. I just no. went back into it. There, there, yeah, there are 200,000 people wearing Giannis Antetokounmpo jerseys right there's, now. There's 110 people with wearing Super, super. Yeah. <laughs> right. Name Name five WNBA players right now. Do it. Oh, I can't. I know you can't do it. Sue Bird. Okay. Elena Deladon. All right. Uh, Dijanae Carrington. Okay. Um, uh, Kelsey Plum. Okay. And you said five? Uh-huh. Uh, I got it. I got it. Oh, uh, uh, Liz Camp- Cambage, Cambage, or however you say that. All right. So, so you can't even say this. Who's now name leaving found the somebody. LA Sparks? All right. Now, name five NBA players. Uh... Janice Ankatakunko. Uh, uh, you suck. Jo- Jokey. Yeah. Good luck. You're Jokey, playing between 300 and 400 people a night. We literally gave you a league. He said we gave you a league, which is also true. Yeah. The NBA pays a ton into the WNBA. And who came to show up? None of you. He's like, and none of you people show up. Guess what you guys are all doing? All you women are at home watching the Kardashians. And uh, what was the other one? Kardashians and Real Housewives. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's what it is. I love that. I love that. It, it's, I mean, come on, people. Anyway, so good. Uh, so such, I, this was, this was a good one for me. I wrote a ton of stuff down. Um, this is supposed to be an inspirational talk. Not sure if it's coming off that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Oh my gosh. Uh, and then he started talking about homeless people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Homeless <laughs> people, people, oh, it's not like in my day. Homeless people aren't like it wasn't my day. Somebody gets out and just come running over. They just, a bunch of nurses come running over. Oh, this is a nice long sleeve shirt. Why are the sleeves so long? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I don't know. Let's see here. I got some things I don't, I can't even read my own handwriting. Um, let's, uh, Mother Nature procrastinating like a term paper. I don't even remember that part. Oh, when he was talking about the uh, when he was talking about his his mustache and and he gets like, you know, he's talked he talked a lot about uh, trying to be a better person and and finding, you know, who he is and, and different stuff like that. And he was talking about he did a movie and uh, he's talking about lesbians again. This was another, you know, another topic like that. He uh, he called he had to he had to grow a mustache. And he called it an orange Freddie Mercury dick broom on my face. <laughs> and I left the F-bomb out of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I thought that was so funny. That was so great. Oh, man. <laughs> for, the, for the love of God, stop getting in the trunk of the car. Uh, oh. His abortion take at the end, that, oh my gosh, that is, yeah, that, that was, that was good. Another thing he went both ways with. He, he was like, he was like, you know, hey, I'm going to tell you, I'm 100% your, your body, your choice. But, you know, when the other side comes over and like, yeah, but you're killing a baby. 
you're kind of doing that too. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's uh, both ways. Yeah. You, you murdered a child. That's what you're doing. I love that. Yeah. hundred percent. Your body, your choice, girl. But uh, yeah, you know, I still kind of feel like you might be murdering a child still too. Uh, that was great. And they, uh, he started, then he was talking about cake and he was like, Oh, well, you know, it's not really cake yet because I started, I mixed all the ingredients up and I put it in the oven and you tell him, take it out of the oven and you throw it on, throw it on the floor. Well, it wasn't really cake yet. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been if you would have let the thing bake. <laughs> Loved that take. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all I got written down. I, I laughed at a bunch more than that, but. I, yeah, it, it was funny. I laughed the whole way through. The only thing I wrote down, and this is, he was, he, he was talking about one of the things you just mentioned, and, but he was saying, he was saying, and I, I, I know this lady, I really, he ran into this lady on the street or something like that. Oh, it was the story about the lesbian. They, they ran into each ran other's into forearm. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, how did I know that she was a lesbian? I knew, I just knew I just the same know. way, you know, same way, you know, <laughs> he said, he said, he said, no, I know you're going to say, no, that's not fair. How do you know? You can't say. He's like, I'm going to say a bunch of things, and you picture them in your mind. Construction worker, sports fan, painter, skateboarder, lesbian. <laughs> See, you pictured it. Uh, so good. Oh, I hope Bill Burr and guys like Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle never go away to keep us all in the in the norm like yeah. uh, now again again usually the loudest voices are not the um are not the same with politics the loudest voices you hear are not the majority sure unfortunately though they are still the loudest voices that are heard and that's how this whole thing goes so yeah yeah bit of a palate cleanser it's it's if you're Gosh. like super hard on an issue and you watch this and you can understand that it's a joke, but there's he's saying things that are a little true here and there and some stuff I'm sure he believes for real. But here's the point is, is it, 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 it people we got to sit back and see both sides of everything. Right. If somebody's arguing something against you that you can't just automatically be upset with them and tell them they're wrong and your way is the right way. And that's the only way. Sit back for a second and go, oh, where is he coming from? And be able to do it within the confine, the context of uh, some comedy, make it even better. <clears throat> then it's even, per that, that's as perfect as it gets. So your rank, Christopher Witt. Uh, I do. This is this. I, I laughed hard. I laughed a lot. I gave this pretty high. I gave it a, I gave it a, hold on, hold on. Before you say, I'm going to write mine down. Yeah. Um, okay. 4.6. Oh boy. Yeah, I went pretty high on that. Pretty this good. Was, I laughed consistently the entire time. Yeah. There was never a point in this that I wasn't laughing. That that is a great comedy special for me. Was it belly laughing the whole time? No, but I laughed hard, pretty hard most of the time. And it's because I think the older I get, the more into this, the more of these political things get on my nerves. Mm -hmm. So when you start getting into those things and play both sides. And when he gets the crowd to cheer, when he says something, no, 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 twice, no, no. twice he had to tell him, stop. <laughs> Do you not know how this works yet? <laughs> yeah. I love that he plays both sides 
let's I just love every bit of it. That's the normal. The majority of people are like that. I think, I think the majority of people look at things that way and he can do it in a way, his, his cadence, his everything, his timing, everything is perfect. Bill Burr. This is one of the things that's like, okay, I always thought Bill Burr was one of my favorite comedians. This is, he's definitely top five, top six. Certainly. Um, I, have tickets to see Bill Burr live. Did I tell you that already? No, is that yeah, you did tell me that. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. When is this, it? If this doesn't make me uh sign in, I'll tell you. It's uh, October, I think. Nice. In October. Um anyway, October 1st, as a matter of fact. There you October go. 1st. All right. So there you go. There's Billy Burr. Adam, what'd you give it? I give it a 4.1. Okay, we both are above a four. That's a good. That's a good comedy uh, segment for you, or good comedy special for you guys to go out there and watch. Sure is. So, for next week, uh, <clears throat> let's see. You have the, I have Mount the Rushmore, Mount Rushmore, and I'll have the uh, comedy special. So let me pull up my list here. I'll. Do you want me to start? Because I've got mine ready to go. I would love that. So I'm going to start off with this because I kind of want to go back to what we did with Michael Jackson. We took the King of Pop and we did. We took one of the largest um, uh, libraries of songs and made a Mount Rushmore out of it. Yeah. Adam, my grandma was one of the biggest Elvis Presley fans. Mm -hmm. I still to this day love listening to Elvis Presley. My Uncle Paul. As big Elvis Presley fan as I was. Elvis Presley sang a million songs. Some of them were were songs that he got from other people, but he sang them. Yeah, he stole them all from black people. Right. Yeah. Well well documented. hundred (laughs) percent. But he still did them and made a ton of money and did them well. And Michael Jackson liked kids. (laughs) Like we said before, sometimes genius comes with some... (laughs) Apparently Elvis liked hot dogs or something because he got real fat. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He died dropping a deuce on his toilet. So good for him. I mean, one of the best ways you can go, really. I don't know if about it, that. If if he evacuated before I, he passed, that's my thing. Did he get was he was he struggling and had something the heart attack happen? Or did he get it out and it was just like that's the best feeling of the day when you get the the bulk of it on that first wave and sweet relief. Yeah. <sighs> Kale done, you know, mm-hmm. good for him. I'm gonna do the Mount Rushmore of Elvis Presley songs. Do you know where my idea came from to do the Michael Jackson one? No idea. Because originally my idea was to do the Mount Rushmore of Whitney Houston songs, but I I figured I know you know some Whitney Houston. I figured we both would know a lot of Michael Jackson, so I just figured that would be easier. Nice. But, yeah, so we could, I mean, we could go I mean, on for... Yeah, I mean, Michael, this could, could go, go on, on forever. Right, exactly. I mean, this is like the... Yeah, you just got to find somebody that you know has a huge library of songs, which are just, you know, the greatest of all time, and, and you're good to go. I think all mine are just going to be the ones that I heard Paul sing the most. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I love burning love. Yeah, that's number one. Um, <clears throat> all right. Um, so for a comedy special, there are so many, so many, dude, like three of them just came out, not to mention ones that we have not done yet that have been out all year. Yeah. One of the ones that I want to do 
from a comedian who I didn't during the pandemic, you know, I started listening to all these comedy podcasts and getting really into to stand up, like I, even more into stand up comedy than I ever was. Um, but this guy, I didn't hear a lot from him during that time, but he just released a special. So obviously he's out there working. Mm-hmm. Kyle Kinane mm. released a special two months ago, maybe. Really? Something like that. I did not know that. Tram- I love Kyle Kinane. Trampoline in a ditch. That sounds like a Kyle Kinane special. It's on YouTube. On YouTube. Kyle Kinane, trampoline in a ditch. Oh my gosh, that's going to be good. I'm excited. I am excited. Uh, okay, so we have that. We have, I. by the way, I need to to give you a huge shout out. So I was, uh, it's the easiest thing to, on my way, I pass a UD, I pass probably eight UDFs, but mm-hmm. there's one that I'm comfortable going in after dark, uh, closer <laughs> to your house, closer to your house. It's all the ones by me just have, heroin addicts around them. which, which but, one is it is it rapid run rapid, which way you come? Yep, that's where i ended up going i went to the rapid run uh udf we probably were coming from the same direction yeah. to go to your house so i went i stopped at that udf which is where i usually stop to get the reasons unless i get them earlier in the day and put mm-hmm. them in the freezer or whatever but stopped there pulled up in the parking spot getting ready to get out grab my stuff i'm like my wallet oh hold on peewee's big adventure my wallet's gone that's a, a line from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Um, I love I, the movie once I can again. Do I'm terrible. Pee-wee's I'm Big Adventure. I'm not good with lots. Anyway, can I ask you a question before you continue with this? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to interrupt you. I'll rush more of Pee-wee Herman, uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure lines. <laughs> yeah. So my, yeah, I can't do movie lines because I'm terrible at that stuff. <laughs> you can tell a movie and it might be my favorite movie ever. And I had no idea it was lining. <laughs> you went to like, you were talking about forgetting your wallet. You reached over towards your pocket like to, like you were touching it. Mm-hmm. When you get out of your car, do you have specific pockets that your stuff goes into? Or do you just kind of grab and go? No, no, absolutely. Specific pockets. So I go knife and keys in my left. I go phone in my right, wallet in the back. Mm -hmm. And I touch all three of those places every time I get out of a car. Every time I'm leaving the house, I pat all my places, pat them on the sides. I can tell if I've got two keys, if I got a key and a knife, phone wallet sometimes i don't have keys because i'll take the van or sometimes i don't have my knife depending on where i'm going just because you don't always carry a pocket knife but i always pat for everything i i do the the three-way pat so you go keys on the left phone on the right i go keys on the left phone on the right and your and your wallet is back right pocket back right every every time every single time okay where are you at uh same with a wallet so i go i go keys and knife right pocket I go phone and gre- phone and grenade on the left pocket, and I go, and I, go I go, I go wallet and machete back right. Pocket. So why why do you keep your phone in your left pocket? That's just where it goes because yeah, because keys what, are in my right. Yeah, but but you're using I use you use your phone more than your keys, and that's your dominant hand. I don't know. I keys do maybe you, just you use your left. Do you? Do do you are you a left thumbed phoner? No, I mean so if you I'm holding it, something with you my pull right, it and I out, do you pull it out of your left pocket and transfer to the right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. I sure do. Wow. Yeah, I sometimes I, I accidentally pull the grenade out instead, and I <laughs> and, and just toss it aside, and then pull my. 
careful. Don't touch that. Just start tossing that thing. Um, Pins in it. Then I guess it's okay. Sometimes people throw them back at people. Sometimes they explode in the air. I have no idea how a grenade works. Yeah. <laughs> Zero idea. It depends on what movie I'm watching, I guess. <laughs> they land on contact. Sometimes they don't. Yeah, that's and true. And then they pick them up and throw them back. Is it like a 10-second runoff? It's it's exactly what the hero needs it to be. Yes, it is. Every time. It, or what somebody didn't need it to be. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got... So, yes. Yeah, so, thank you. You bailed me out. I left my wallet at home. It's such a, it's such a bear feeling when you leave one oh. of your essentials at home. Um, you know, if I get pulled over on the way home here and I don't have my ID, I'm going straight to jail. And uh, I doubt that, but <laughs> that is, I can, I'll tell you this though. That is one thing. So the wallet is the one thing that sometimes if I walking out of the house and I do the pat down, the wallet is not always the one that I'm most worried about mm. because I'll, when I get into my truck, I, before I even get in, I grab my wallet out of my back pocket and throw it in the middle console. So as not to sit on said wallet and hurt my back. Mm -hmm. So, and it's much smaller now The the wallet's much smaller than it used to be. So still much larger than a normal wallet, but much less, <laughs> but guess. much smaller sure. than yours. So I always take it out and throw it in the middle console. And there are times where when I get out of the truck, I forget to grab my wallet. I don't actually, you know what? I don't ever pat myself down getting out of the car. I do the pat down before I leave the house. And, uh, like if I'm leaving somewhere going to the car, but when I get out of the car, I don't, I don't do the pat down. Huh. So I'll leave my wallet in my truck all the time. So if I don't have my wallet, I'm like, yeah, it's probably in the truck. Wow. That's probably not smart to say. On a, I mean, the millions of people. Again, that, address that is yeah. 3731 Elm Street. Yeah. Uh, Kings, Super King Drive. Um, so it's off of Elm. It's off on, of Elm. Actually it's on. Super uh, yeah. Technically. I mean, if you want to get technical with it. So, uh, but no, that's a, that's a, uh, I've, I've done that before. I've left the wall. I've left best. Okay. Quick story. Yeah. I take people out to lunch all the time. I went to a lumber yard. That's nice of you, by the way. No, you're welcome. It's part of work. I don't know why you're welcome. I go to, go to this lumber yard. Take me out. I'm talking to these guys inside there and I'm like, all right, man, it's about lunchtime. Y'all want to go to lunch? And they're like, yeah, well, I'm the vendor. They're the customer. I'm expected to pay for lunch. I'm like, all right, cool. Where you guys want to go? And they'll say, they say, whatever. This place was a, a burger pub joint out in Westchester. And uh, I'm like, cool. And they're like, all right, I'll drive. He goes, okay, I'll drive. And I was like, all right, cool. And I just walk out to his car, get in his car. We drive all the way to this place. And it's five, 10 minutes away. My wallet is in my truck. Mm -hmm. I text dude at work. And I was like, here's the deal. My truck is unlocked. My wallet is in the middle. I need you to leave work, get my wallet, bring it over to this place. I see him drive up outside 15, 20 minutes later. And I'm like, ah, I got to go to the bathroom real quick, guys. I'll be right back. <laughs> go nowhere near the bathroom. Walk straight outside, get my wallet. I come in. They're like, bathroom? And I was like, man, I was so embarrassed. I totally forgot <laughs> my wallet in my truck. And I didn't know how to pay for this, for this lunch. <laughs> They got a couple beers, like stuff they probably wouldn't have got. I mean, it's a $60 lunch for three people. And I'm like, oh, my God, I feel like such an idiot. Yeah. So you were trying to trying to get around the embarrassment. <laughs> yeah. But since you had to walk outside. And then, well, yeah, and then 
like usual, I just call myself. It is what it is. Yeah. And I did what I did. Another one, another one, just a couple weeks ago, last week, I go into lunch with a guy and we walk in and there's another customer of mine in there hmm. from a different lumber yard. I walk in, God love him. He's an elder grad and, and he's one of my favorite people. And thank God he is. Walk in, sit down. I'm like, hey, we're sitting over here by these guys and we have a conversation. You know, it's copacetic. They're they're they go against each other sometimes, but it's all good. Talking, everything's good. And these guys, they get their check and they get up and leave. And I'm talking to this old fellow that I brought to lunch with me. He's an old cat, you know, almost 70, probably in his, in his mid-60s. He's been doing this for a long time. And uh I'm sitting there for a second and I was like, oh my God, I should have bought their lunch. I should have bought their lunch. It's like that's what. It was, that's, that's what I should have done. And he goes, I wasn't going to say nothing to you. He goes, actually, I was thinking about picking the check up myself. Just make you look bad. And I was like, (laughs) son of a gun. (laughs) Seconds within seconds, my phone goes off. Thanks for lunch. (laughs) Exclamation point. I wrote back all kinds of, I hate you. You suck. (laughs) You know, that kind of stuff. But yeah. So, so many silly things. Let me ask you about this though. So I'm thinking about, and I've been in this situation a couple of times, I'm thinking like, you know, it is 2022. There's got to be a way I can go in here and pay for this thing. I'm thinking about Apple Pay. I'm thinking about what do they take? What do they take in here that I could pay using my phone? Mm -hmm. I'm not comfortable or confident enough with that stuff yet to do it that, because, i was just gonna say that's my problem is yeah. when i text that when i text that dude first thing he said was just see if they have apple pay or he said google pay or google something and i was like i don't have android and he was like see if they have apple pay and i was like i have no idea how to set that up i'm pretty sure i probably have to have a card to originally set this up or something i can't just I think it links to your bank account or maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah, but I have to be able to put my bank account information in and I've never done it before. So I can't just, so on yeah. the spot, yeah, on the spot. Tough, yeah. I do have Apple pay set up now. Don't know how to use it. I think I may have used it once, but I don't really, if I do it, it's on accident. Cause I pressed a button too many times and then Apple pay pops up Yeah, and asks me what I want to pay for. And I'm like, nothing, 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 nothing. Don't walk by me. Nobody walk by me with some kind of scanner because my phone's trying to pay for something right now. If, if, if everybody took like Venmo or cash app or Zelle or something, I have all those. Yeah. I could, I could do that too, but I, I've only got one of those. Yeah. I only really use, I mean, I've used Zelle a few times recently, but what is the Zelle? Is the Zella is that like a Venmo? That's yeah, it's 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 usually what, like what happened more to, to PayPal? You. Uh, people are still using PayPal. I use PayPal all the time still. Oh, do you? I mean, I never I never do. I mean, I, I see use this. PayPal with my brother-in-law or with you know my buddy for paying for a league or something like that. PayPal, but it seems like Venmo is what is is what I use the most now. Venmo seems to be the one that 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 most is used the most. Have. Yeah. But what is Zell? Just another Venmo, kind of. Yeah, banks seem to latch onto that one. Like, I can go on to my bank app, and it'll say transfer money to somebody through Zelle. Oh, so you can do it through the bank. Mm -hmm. Yeah, gotcha. Ultimately, it's all through the bank because your your bank is gonna your your account number or whatever. The thing I don't like about PayPal is not PayPal. PayPal is awesome. I love PayPal. I wish PayPal was. You heard of PayPal? Thanks for listening. By the way. Definitely.
Chris. But the Venmo, like if I somebody Venmos me money and I've got like, um, I don't know, let's say I have $300 in my Venmo from all kinds of stuff and I need to Venmo you, it won't take it out of the money I already got in Venmo. I got to, oh, I have to deposit that into my bank account. It won't, I can't pay with it. PayPal, if I've got a couple hundred bucks in PayPal and somebody's like, and I'm like, oh dude, I owe you for this. Can I just shoot you the money through PayPal? And they're like, yeah, I hit it. And they go, do you want to use, do you want to use this from your PayPal? Yes. That's the money I want to use. Nothing happens in my bank account. I don't have to worry about it. Now, if this is incorrect and you've actually listened to this podcast for an hour and 40 minutes, and you can tell me that I'm doing Venmo wrong, please let me know. I don't, I feel like I'm not, I feel like I'm not in electronics. I'm not a, you know, not up on the times with all that, but when I do have something, I, I can figure out how to use it. I'm not, sure. I'm not an idiot. I no. can do it. That's why I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Look, you're playing chess. Everybody else is playing checkers. <sighs> well done. Great timing. Well done. Thanks. I feel like that should be the end of this. <laughs> chess and checkers. Adam, Kyle Kinane, next week. We Oh, not next week. Who knows when? We'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Uh, September. Yeah, something. we'll see you sometime. Uh, <laughs> football starts in September. Hey, baseball coming back. Basketball. When do you guys start? September. Yes, that's so great. Man, are you excited? It's a month away. Yeah, I'm excited. Cuts are done. You don't have to cut anybody. No, no. It, it's so we'll go back to drills and skills for a month, for a month and a half or something, and then tryouts in October, middle to end of October. You got a pretty good idea. I mean, you had quite a few girls come out though right for 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 freshman girls come out that aren't even freshmen eighth grade girls coming to your drills and skills stuff yeah yeah we've had a pretty good turnout so yeah i have an idea about you may have to some cut some ones. kids this year possibly it depends on, yeah on, on who's who's all playing other sports that hasn't been coming yeah um yeah it's going to depend on that so but i've got a, i've got an idea about at least a few kids that are probably going to be on the team good luck yeah thanks I'm, and and one that one or two that definitely aren't definitely aren't but they show up every unless week. unless i end up with We're, yeah with 12, 12 kids, kids that that show that up together. Together. Yeah. yeah exactly all right well on that case we will uh we'll do kyle canane and we'll do elvis presley's mount rushmore of songs the king until next week don't forget to turn your headlights on